And I am thrilled to be joined in the studio by two lovely people, Victoria Wisniewski-Otero, the founder of Resolve Foundation, and Selena, who is a Foundation Fellow. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Hi. Nice to see you today. And by the way, we are on Facebook Live for the first time for me, so hoping we stay <laughs> on Facebook Live while this goes on. Um, if you go to Karen on RTHK Radio 3, you can see and hear both Victoria and Selena. So it's bringing video to the radio, as it were. Mm -hmm. So we're here today to really find out a bit more about Resolve Foundation. So, Victoria, if I start with you, for the listeners who are not familiar, what is Resolve Foundation? Mm -hmm. So we're an NGO that was set up in 2017. We're coming on our second anniversary, and Resolve provides social justice fellowships for emerging community leaders. So I would say, in a nutshell, that it's an enabling platform to give everyday heroes, the know-how, the skills, the resources, the confidence, and the inspiration to amplify their voice and to make change in their community. So when you say social justice, what, is, what does that mean? What does that encompass? Very interesting question. Uh, we actually did a survey with the public earlier this year with 800 respondents to get a better understanding of how Hong Kongers perceive social justice. And we'll be uh, releasing this in an annual report that we'll be uh, giving to people who come to our event that we'll talk about later. Social justice to us means that we live in a society where everyone has equal opportunity uh, to improve their situation, where everyone's basic human rights are respected, where society works collectively together for improvement, uh, where people who are more vulnerable are given priority in assistance, uh, and where society develops in a way that's sustainable for the planet and for its people. Mm -hmm. These are all different concepts of social justice. Right. I mean, it sounds like an ideal world. Obviously, the world's not really like that. How, how does Hong Kong rate in terms of some of those metrics? It's very hard to say because this is actually, there, there actually hasn't really been a study of this nature in other places. So it, it is quite innovative. But in terms of what we found out from the from the survey that we did, we saw that um, people, the, the positive thing is that over 80% of Hong Kongers care about social justice. That's what we determined from the survey. Mm. And this survey was, uh, you know, weighted to represent um, the average Hong Konger by age, gender, uh, geographic location, educational attainment, and income level. And what we found, though, was there was a bit of a cognitive dissonance because only 16% of the respondents feel they have a responsibility to advance social justice. So they want someone else to do it. Yes, but it starts with you. And I think all of us in our lives can take everyday action to advance social justice. And this is something that we really try to impress on people who join the fellowship, many of whom are doing amazing things in the community like Selena. We know that they're going to go on to, to do those great things, but hopefully with the fellowship, they can get there faster with less hardship and less loneliness. Mm. So Selena, let's bring you into the conversation then. Mm. Tell us your story, your background, um, and how you came to be a Resolve Foundation Fellow. Uh, uh, yes, my name is Selena, yes. And I'm basically from Pakistan. And I start, start working from last 12 years. Before that, I'm just a housewife for 14 years. And, and just raise up my children and family, living and staying at home. But I know that in the beginning when I come to Hong Kong, there's a lot of uh, issues, there's language issues actually. And from, the, from one of the hospital uh, experience, which one I, is really stuck to my mind, that is so, so difficult because by mistakenly I eat the 
pork there and which one is not not eat by muslims right. so this one is affect more to me and 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 push me to learn more language about and after that when i join work i have this 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 thing in my mind that the newly arrival community have which kind of problems and issues so i want to help them mm. so in that case my friends suggest me to do work and have a platform to work there and after that i joined the ymca of hong kong and start working there and at my work is a lot of opportunities i get to work and more interaction with my own community and the others as well who will doing and the local community how we can engage with a more integration and harmonious society we can make it together mm. yeah these are things what kind of skills did you learn while while doing the fellowship by being a fellow i think being a fellowship and i i i i'm very actively uh, uh using facebook so, oh, so it's like for media skills? yes yes exactly <laughs> the social media skill because what i learned because in the previous 14 years which when i'm staying at home and doing the house the tutorial and what so the social media is the internet is the one my friend and i start i start uh, exploring the facebook and then uh, i see some of my network which one i'm working with the ymca is joining the resolve in the first fellowship in 2018 and that time i'm more uh, more like even i to what what the work is going on and when 2019 i see that this the gender based equality this the, the theme is really attract me because in my own community which one i belong to and i raise up is not not really people are talking about this issue is mm. it's sensitive it's very sensitive to talk about so uh, i really i really is click me and then i i say okay i will go it and then i i i just apply there yes. and when i come back to home is a funny story actually is behind his what uh, when i come back to home and then i i'm just watching tv and my two of my elder children my son is the one introducing this 2019 fellowship to my elder daughter. Oh. Uh, oh, sister, you must join this one is very interesting. I seem to be. And I'm hearing I don't know which one which one which one and then is it oh, mommy this one I think maybe you don't know about this. I said, no, I know. I know about this right. and I apply already. And then my son said, "Really? You also apply?" I said, "Yes." Then I said, "If you want, I will walk out and then you continue. You are young." Mm-hmm. And said, "Then my son is the one interview." And then said, "No." both of you can join together wonderful and let's see both of you get interview and did you both join we both give the interview and then we wait and this both accepted oh that's fantastic so you have two generations in- yes okay. we have a, a mother daughter duo oh fantastic and then also one of our fellows this year is the daughter of a a fellow who did it last year so that's really good because yeah. it really is that generational change that will change the future isn't it yeah exactly because when always we hear about the generation gap is most of the time i'm hearing this word so in this fellowship i think where is the generation gap i didn't find it we have a yeah two generations connection together yes exactly and selena is doing work also to educate people um in her community from a very young age on gender equality do you Mm. want to talk a little Uh, bit more about that uh, yes because um um, i'm i'm running a a kindergarten students in ymca a group is called kiddy art group in ymca of hong kong and uh, most of the students are belong to a kindergarten and the grassroots families in 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 in, in, uh, in the district we are living and 
I'm why I I start this this one after joining you know the fellowship. This idea has come up, and with the help of a lot of uh, a, a lot of professionals and the speakers, which when I hear, I use that skills to that group. Why? Because this too young age. I think this if and then they, we can we can teach them these things in this young age. They can accept more. Yes. And very raw. They are very raw actually. And is there anyone else trying to do that in your community? Uh, in my community, I. Mm, Maybe, maybe. But you, you must be the pioneer. You must be the first one. Oh, I don't know if maybe yes, maybe. But but yes, I because it's not is I think it's not the first time that I'm doing with the Skiddy Art Group. Uh, I have with my own experience, my own personal life experience. When my children at home, I start this practice from my home. Uh, whatever whatever I, I choose for my son uh, and allow to him, I same allow to my daughter as well. Mm, so I think good. so you practice gender equality exactly. at home. Uh, for for me, yeah. if you are practicing something for your own, then it's work for others. If you are you are saying something that which one you are not uh, acting to that thing is is not is not worthy. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you have to set an example. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you have to do for your own first. Right, exactly. <laughs> Victoria, what when you set out this foundation and you had this idea of doing the fellowships, what were your expectations and where have you come out in relative to those expectations? Oh, I uh, it's interesting. I suppose I'll be reflecting a, a little bit more on that before tomorrow when we have our two-year anniversary event. Yeah, uh, definitely exceeded my expectations. I would say um, I feel really grateful to be along the the ride and the journey myself. Actually, we say that the fellows, you know, what what we do in the fellowship is we encourage people who start the program to think of their five-year social justice goal, and the idea is that through the program they move closer towards it. However, they define. What, what moving from point A to point B looks like. Mm -hmm. um, for my own journey, uh, I think one thing that is a very comforting thing for me is that, you know, I remember maybe two years ago coming on the radio and talking about the program, but it was just theoretical. It was an idea. And, and in mm -hmm. my mind, and it, it feels really good to be coming with a fellow who can tell me how the fellowship has, how she's actually applied the fellowship in her work um, and to definitely to be celebrating tomorrow with people who've been mentors or um, you know donors or uh, fellows we have over 25 fellows from last year and this year who will be there tomorrow so I think that feels really good mm. because especially in the kind of times that we're in in Hong Kong it's really important to have a community and to have this kind of collective resilience and maintain hope and have strength together and I think I would hope that Resolve can, can offer that to people. Yeah, you still have to keep building no matter what's going on in the environment, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so tomorrow is your two-year anniversary. Tell us a bit about how you're going to celebrate. Um, <laughs> yes. So uh, we will have lots of in store. Um, you know, one uh, key attraction, I think, is you heard a little bit about Selena. There's so much more to her story, <laughs> even learning about her, like, family history actually in relationship to Hong Kong just mm. before the interview was you know fascinating but um but we ha every fellow has a very unique diversity story and relationship to Hong Kong and you can talk to them each of them are very inspiring in what they're doing um, 
so I think there's an attraction in being meeting people from very diverse walks of life, but with like-minded goals. Mm. Um, the other thing is that we were going we're going to have um, some of the fellows sharing on stage. We will have. Wait, we back up. You forgot to mention what the event is. Yes, <laughs> it's our birthday party. It's a birthday we're having party. birthday party fundraiser. So to mark our first two years, we're doing a birthday party, sharing our annual report with those unique findings, having our fellows together um, and our friends. And we will also have um, Nashua Gallagher, who's the uh, founder of Peel Street Poetry as MC, and a special appearance from Vivek Mabubani mm -hmm. as well. That'll be fun. And yeah. we'll have plenty of goodies for people. We have a goodie bag. Uh, we have uh, free flow you know, drinks and canapes and okay. cake. Uh, and I think um, we'll also have Selena actually doing henna yes. for a donation. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yes. So catch that. Uh, we'll have also one of our fellows, um, Julian, who will be doing portraits of people who donate, um, who pledge to be monthly givers of mm. 500 Hong Kong dollars or more. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a really fun right. night. And so this, the aim of this is a fundraising night, right? Yes, mm. that's okay. correct. But you mentioned also the monthly giving. So why is that important? At Resolve, we like to be a little bit unconventional. So one of the things that we are doing maybe a bit differently as a first fundraiser is, you know, a lot of times in fundraisers, you have this uh, target financial amount. For us, what we want is a target community. So we are looking to build a community of people who want to invest in these fellows with us, who give on a monthly basis. We call these people resolvers, these mm. kind-hearted mm. individuals. And something I have to say too is I think a lot of times you think of monthly giving as a really big commitment, but actually from my own story, only in the last two years have I become a monthly giver, and I've start, I'm now a monthly giver for about four different NGOs, and I can't stop now. I wow. actually love it. You actually enjoy it. I love it, yeah. yeah, because often that is the best way you can contribute to the movements and the causes that you care about. And the benefit of monthly giving over one-off donations is that NGOs can plan and forecast, so they can be more strategic on how that investment is used. So for me, I would prefer, you know, a hundred Hong Kong dollars a month than, uh, you know, a, a thousand Hong Kong dollars today. Right. Yeah. So um, that's what we're trying to encourage. We're trying to get 30 regular givers, people who can be on this journey with us. Um, you know, a lot of uh, the people who are regular, you know, we have some regular givers now and there are people who often were mentors or were volunteers or I feel, you know, a lot of times with regular giving, actually your passion um, heightens when you become that kind of investor. Mm. Uh, and so that's what we're trying to do on, on the day. And Selena, mm. just let me ask you, if if there is anyone out there who you know is thinking of maybe donating or even thinking of applying for a fellowship what would you say to them is it worth it how has it changed your life i think resolve for me after joining resolve resolve my some unseen problems and and my uh, my hurdles which one i is unseen but after this i think resolve help me to resolve these all issues yeah and make me make me some better version of myself as well and many things i can i, I, I it's, it's time is too limited actually you know <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's so many things that i can but i it's the, the biggest thing which one is the conflict the conflict issues is now i am very hot temper person and at work is 
so so not good for the professional life but after this resolve and meeting with the new peoples and and listening to their stories i think somewhere i change i personally change myself and i i can see my better version for myself as well that's yeah. wonderful and more confident I think. that's great yeah. so victoria uh tell us how people can find out about the event and can they buy tickets yes. you know, where is it what time the event will be at Solas on Winham Street from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. tomorrow. You can get tickets at our website at www.resolvehk.org. Even if you cannot attend on the day, you can still send us a gift because yeah. it's a birthday, right? So right. Uh, we have a gift registry online as well if you cannot come. But we do hope to see you because I do think it's a, a great opportunity to meet the fellows. And I think one of the benefits of becoming a regular giver for a, a Hong Kong initiative and a Hong Kong cause is that you can see tangibly the impact uh, and you can come and meet the people who That's you're true. helping. It's happening right here in front of us in our community. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in today and sharing your stories and sharing your hopes for the future as well. It's really wonderful to see the work that you're doing. We've been speaking with Victoria Wisniewski Otero, founder of Resolve Foundation and Selena, a foundation fellow.